All right, we're back. Hey there. Hey there. New show, new you. Yep. How's it Every feel? week. New week. Uh, feels like a week. Yep. Welcome a to the new normal week. Welcome to the new week. Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. This week was the first week that uh, my company made us go back into the office. Oh, okay. So How did that I have go? just completely lost track of what day everything is. Honestly, I had to be reminded like three times that I'm doing a podcast tonight. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. And you would think that the like added structure and scheduling yeah. would make me would hyper aware you. of the days of the week. Nah, somehow sure. it did the opposite. Weird. It is, huh. It's such a weird shift. Does that mean you're back on transit? Yes, I've been riding Bart again. Ugh. I'm and, you know, you'd think, that. hey, they've had two years off. Maybe they got better. <laughs> yeah, that's what you would and, think. <laughs> and you'd think, hey, not a, tons of people are now working remotely, doing hybrid. There's probably less people riding it. So maybe you get seats. Maybe you're not crammed in there. Yeah. But th- to that, they said, well, let's just use less trains. So everyone feels just as crammed as they used to. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. And now the wait for a train is longer. Excellent. They did it. Yeah. They somehow no. made it worse. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Being back in the office is, is definitely a trip. Um, so, yeah. How long does it take you to get to work again? It's I like can't 40, remember. 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how the train, how yeah. temperamental the train wants to be that morning or evening. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Just losing two hours every workday, exactly, essentially. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, And so my sleep schedule is different now, and it's just, I don't know. We're, we're still doing oh, hybrid, yeah. so it's not every day I'm in the office, but it is still just like totally new and weird. It's like it's like new but old and weird. Yeah. And is know. it kind of nice seeing like coworkers again and just being like, oh, hey, I'm like part of this thing. Like remembering that you're part of like you're a cog in a big machine. <laughs> I mean, like personally, <laughs> no, nah. because I, yeah, I, okay. I personally am not getting a lot out of that. I know other coworkers really like that, but it's like, I don't know. I'm seeing you is not worth losing two hours to the train and sure, having to wake yeah. up earlier every day now. Um, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm really as a, as, a, as a worker, as an employee, I'm really good at just working on my own and stuff. So working from home, I love working from home. Sure. Also, like, I'm still not comfortable taking my mask off in the office. I seem to be like one of the only people like that. So that's just a drag sure. to be wearing a mask with the commute like 10 hours a day. Sure. So makes sense. Is there a mandate for it or is it just a personal you want to do it? Personal in, in you want office. to because like my thinking yeah. like and, and, and even like San Francisco in general has dropped the mask mandate. I think they're even right. dropping the vaccine mandate, which sounds crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know why sure. you would do that, but. um, Yeah, no, it's a personal thing is like with everything being dropped, it's like, you know, the virus is still here. You can't just be tired of it. It's not like the virus went away because you got tired of it. Yeah. 
So. So that's that. Yeah, that, that's my life right now. You're you're totally post two stuff. Is everything back to normal? Yeah, for the most part, like, I don't know. I'm still worried about brushing in that area normally, like vigorously. But okay. like, apparently that makes sense because, you know, trauma to the gums or whatever. You probably don't want to just scrape it while it's still healing. So a couple more weeks, that'll probably be fine. But like, yeah, everything else is I can brush and floss normally and nothing hurts. I can eat normally. So that's all good again. Cool. Yeah, I'm back to normal over here. Right on. Right on. Uh, well, with that, let's do the podcast. This is the top of perspective for March 10th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And Paul, I guess let's just talk about Elden Ring again. Yeah, uh, I so I'm at the point now where I just actually today I found a site with a checklist and I'm just going to check off the last, the last of the bosses I haven't finished. OK, so have you beat the game? Like, have completion. you seen credits? No, because I'm scared that it won't let it'll go into new game plus and won't let me continue. So I want to do that stuff before I finish the last boss. OK, I'm assuming you could just Google that. Without spoiling it, though, <laughs> it is. A, I mean, I bet there's. I was way, like, as, I'm just trying to like what, the wording would be something like, "Can you continue after you know Elden Ring final boss?" And I bet there's an answer out there. Like, yeah, it'll pop you back in the world, or maybe it'll, maybe it won't. I bet you could find that answer without a spoiler. And I'm just seeing in the chat, someone just gave you the answer right there. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and yeah, for those listening, um, um, I'll just read it. Um, it doesn't automatically go into new game plus you have to choose it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a hundred percent sure that as soon as that last boss is done, I'm uninstalling this because I've been putting a lot of time into it and other games will be coming out and I can't have it just there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You seem so like the I'm kind of person that would like want to live in there for a bit. I mean, I have, I'm at 80 something hours. I'm almost at 90 hours. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still I think I'm nearing strong. 20 hours at the moment. Mm-hmm. I recently I recently beat Margit. OK. Um, yeah. At this point, I'm only. kind of playing it almost all co-op. Like I I do some exploring okay. on my own and then I get to like a new area and then I ask my buddy, hey, do you want to co-op this? And I bring him in and, you know, because the co-op is, is good enough and I just keep making the flowers and bringing them back. So I'm slowly making my way through the castle right after Margaret. Okay. Yep. Cool. It's good. Uh, I'm liking it, man. Yeah, it's very, very good. I'm at the mo- one of the most bullshit bosses I've ever seen in a FromSoft game, and I'm just banging my head against it because it is, it is fucked up, and I can't explain why without spoiling it, so I won't. But it is fucked up. <laughs> but I'm sure you probably like appreciate that because you want. You know, the next. So, yes and no. The fight is awesome, except the fight, the boss does one thing, which is basically an instant kill. And I hate Uh, that in every video game. Okay. So that's a problem. (laughs) I'm sure like there's a way to get around it. I just haven't figured out how to consistently because it's kind of a fucked up move that they do. Okay. Yeah. Right on. But yeah, it's been cool. I just got the ability to, uh, shoot fireballs so that's pretty cool because now i got some ranged attacks are you doing like all sorceries then 
No, I'm I'm primarily using like a sword. Um, oh, okay. But I have the ability to do magic, but the only spells I had up to this point was like a stealth spell and a healing spell. And the healing spell is great. I, okay. I use that thing all the time. But now right, I have you're like a confessor, right? Confessor. That's um, right. But yeah. I finally came across a merchant who would sell me some other spells and I bought a fireball attack, uh, which I like cool. quite a bit. Uh, I don't like the bows and the crossbows that much, so I didn't have much options for ranged. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree. I always have a bow just because sometimes you want to pull an enemy yeah. without like jumping into a crowd. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, no, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, I agree. I've never liked ranged combat in these games very much myself, so I definitely agree with you. Yeah, it's good. Um, it seems like everyone on the Internet is still playing it, which is exciting because you get to be part of that zeitgeist. So, you know, it's 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 enjoy. I'm enjoying it from a few different angles. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably be playing it on and off for a while. You're right, though. Lots of stuff's coming out at the end of March. So we'll see kind of what happens around there. But I want to see this one through. Yeah, uh, I think I have about a week left in it because Tunic comes out this time next week and I'm definitely wanting to jump oh, into does that. it. I didn't even realize yeah. that. OK. So I, I have another solid week, game, isn't it? <clears throat> I don't remember. But uh, it's been consuming all of my time and not necessarily in a way that's like, well, there is the draw of I need to like see if I can beat this on this attempt or another try or just like a whole new area to explore or whatever. But a lot of it is, oh, shit, it's been five hours. How the hell am I still playing this? Like, I've just lost so much time or track of time playing it, which has been insane to me. But okay. it's addictive. The sense of like going to a spot, finding something, and then kind of falling down the rabbit hole of like how far does this sometimes literal hole go? Right. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tunic is not Game Pass, for the record. Okay. Bummer. That seems like a that seems like it would be a Game Pass game, but uh Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Eventually. I mean, I'm sh I wouldn't be surprised if it hit Game Pass sooner or later. Eventually. It feels like most yeah. games. Do a victory lap. Yeah. With Game Pass at some point, but it's not launching day one on Game Pass. So. Yeah, but I'm looking forward but to that, that, too. That'll be a nice. That's kind like, of like the start of the end break from for me. Elden Ring. Yeah. So you're just probably going to pick up Elden Ring in between stuff, I would assume for like. I assume the rest of the year, or at least until you get I'm, sick yeah, of it or I'm something. I'm hoping to not sit, go away from it for too long that I forget the yeah. combat and everything. Um, yeah. Because honestly, playing that as well as Horizon at the same time is hard because the controls sure. are just so different. Um, sure. Like sometimes I'm trying to run, and but in Elden Ring I crouch. It's like, oh wait, crap, that's, how, that's right. Oh. Or, like, send your horse away or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, drink yeah. uh, a healing potion when I'm already at full health. I was trying to yeah. jump or something. Yeah, I tried actually playing a little bit of Bloodborne because Nathan was talking about it. And I was like, I'll jump back in and see, like, take a look at that game in between some stuff. And I just stopped after a couple hours because I was like, this is too weird. Elden Ring plays different enough that I'm getting the buttons mixed up in my head. So, like... If I'm going to play Bloodborne again, 
like I I'm going to sit down and just do that. I can't bounce between two games that are so similar, but so differently laid out controller wise. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much what I'm doing. So, but you know, it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Do you have a go to in Elden Ring? Like I, we haven't really deep dived into how you feel about that game. I don't think like mechanically because obviously the exploration Elden Ring. What do you mean? Like, is there a certain it sounds like you're doing co-op a lot are you summoning a whole bunch do you have like different weapons you're trying out or oh like my go-to like strategy a, and whatnot on like a fight yeah. And everything yeah i'm always summoning i'm going in there wolves are coming out for sure <laughs> yeah right um, sure or like your buddy if you're playing with somebody or whatever yeah right yeah yeah um yeah if it's like a small dungeon because you know i'm going through a guide so i can kind of see the length of the dungeon or the cave or whatever if it's a small one sure. i'll usually do it myself um, yeah, but sure. if it's like a longer one, I'll be like to my friend, hey, why don't you come in? Because I don't want to like invite him in us run through a dungeon in five minutes and be like, OK, bye. Thanks for the session. Um, yeah, the, like the catacombs and mini dungeons and stuff definitely feel like they're not exactly tailored towards co-op with a buddy because they yeah, are very short. Exactly. They can be short and then your buddy gets like booted out of there. And unless I have like a line of them ready to go, I have to go find the next one or whatever. And so as I'm saying, a lot of the exploration I'm doing myself, but when I come across like a larger one where I know, oh, we can get like, you know, a solid hour out of this together, then I'll bring my buddy in and, and, you know, we're having fun helping each other out and whatnot. And he's way further in the game than I am. So. Right. He's almost kind of just goofing around while I'm slowly failing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to assume Margit has been the hardest boss that you've downed so far by a long shot. Well, no, because I did it in co-op, so it took us two attempts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that um, one took me hours. Yeah, no, and I understand. I keep hearing, like, Margit's your first skill check and stuff, but I didn't do it by myself, and I did it with someone who did Margit days ago, so it really wasn't. Like, the game is a lot easier oh, yeah. in co-op. So honestly, the hardest yeah. boss was probably like the very first one I came across, which was that cat the statue with burial. the sword because I had no yeah. summons at that time. I hadn't like that was just the first thing I ran up against where I was like, I think I can beat this. And I did that all pure self. That was probably the hardest one for sure. Sure. And now at the yeah. point, if I get to a boss where like I'm just getting stomped, I'm like, well, I'm just going to call. I'm just going to text my buddy and be like, do you have five minutes? And he's like, yeah. And I'll bring him in and we'll get the boss done. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. What um how many bosses I guess like it's hard to keep count. What boss do you think is the coolest that you've seen so far? I mean, Margaret's definitely cool just because of how like big it was and I had the yeah. item that like uh, is good against him. So that was kind of fun to have that aspect. Um I did come across like a big tree boss yeah. dude. Out he was standing next to like a glowing tree. That one was pretty cool. I had to use like every sure. crossbow bolt I had and just <laughs> yeah. shoot him from afar because he does way too much damage. Sure. Um, but then there's been stuff like a dragon came down and it's like, I'm not going anywhere near that. <laughs> no way. Yeah. That thing is huge. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, at some point, obviously you will, but not yet. Not today. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to get braver. I got to get stronger to do that kind of stuff. So. Sure. Cool. Uh, that's you're all you've been playing? It, at least. Yep, that's it. I've been touching a small game that came to Game Pass last week called Far Changing Tides. Yeah, is this as short as uh, f- Loan Sales? I don't know what Loan Sales is. You know? 
It's the first one. The this is a series. sequel? Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's direct or just like another one in that universe, but... I have I have no idea about this game. I'm seeing this game's about eight hours long. Oh, wow. Okay. The first one's like three, I think. Maybe okay. two. So, huh. yeah, it's much longer. I'll have longer. to look up and kind of see the lineage to kind of get more of a backstory on this. This pretty much plays like a limbo or an inside where you're just side scrolling through a cool looking environment. It's not like black and white like limbo was. This definitely has right. color. Um, but the big change in the mechanic here is you have like a big sh- boat ship. Mm-hmm. In the water that you are either raising the sails to make move. Or, you know, you, you're getting more uh, engine pieces and stuff to it. So you'll get like a combustion engine and then you have to like put garbage into the fire and jump up and down to like light the fire and yada and that'll make you go faster and i just got i think on the option to be able to submerge my ship but it's not an exploration game you're just moving to the side and every now every like five minutes of sailing you'll hit like some kind of obstacle where you have to do a bit of puzzle platforming to move the obstacle around honestly i find this game kind of boring oh okay yeah, I mean, just what I know from the first one, I could see a section of people definitely being like it's slow and meandering in a way that they don't enjoy. Yeah, it is. It is really slow and meandering, which usually is pretty fine for me. But a lot of the times it is just like, nope, I'm going to sit here and make sure the sail is upright. Sometimes the wind mm, pushes yeah. it to the side. So I pull it back to the other side so that I can hit the top speed. And it's, I'm yeah. going to be doing that for like a solid five to seven minutes and nothing's really going to change. Sure. And then the puzzles are like yeah. fine, but nothing incredible. Like it's not like, wow, look at this cool mechanic. It's literally like, oh, you got to climb up here so that you hook this thing up to that thing. Come back down here and now you have access to the lever. Go ahead. That's the puzzle. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty slow. It looks nice, but. Honestly, it's it's kind of like it's just a total like middle of the road kind of game. It's not doing anything bad, but it's not doing anything yeah. like great. So, you know, I can't really knock it, but I can't really like champion any one aspect of it. Sure. Um, but if you're looking for a great podcast game, it's on Game Pass. That's far changing tides. I'll probably finish it because it is just like a real chill thing to kind of put on if I if I'm wanting to podcast or if I'm just chatting with someone and put that on. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, and yeah, that's all I've been playing. So let's go through some news. Yeah. Um, I pulled this first one because it came up on my feed and I kind of forgot that this was even a thing, but, uh, the Canadian game awards is a thing as of a couple years ago, it started in 2020 during pandemic year or whatever. Um, that, okay. but the reason this came across my feed is because they announced their nominees for 2022. See, I might argue that the regular game awards, the game awards, capital T, the game awards is the Canadian game awards. Cause Jeff Keeley's Canadian. Well, here's the thing. Jeff Keeley, I think is like nominated for one of the categories as like not a content creator, but maybe like a person in gaming or whatever. So these are all games and these are all awards based on companies that develop games in Canada, like Canadian developers and uh, companies and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, there is a lot of nominees, so I don't really want to go through every one of them, <laughs> every category or whatever. 
because there's like a lot of esports oh, ones. They've also already announced the winners. No, they didn't. 2022 nominees. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the 2021. Why is the 2021? Okay. I don't know. Sorry. No, I, <laughs> I clicked the big red official nominees announcement and I didn't see the small print 2021. Oh, does it go to? <laughs> That's hilarious. Why would they have that? Okay, now I'm in yeah, the Yeah, I see one. it on the main Honestly, page. Honestly, the page for the 2021 is way easier to read because it's not just a huge list of the same color yeah. text. It's like split out and stuff. Yeah, this list is absolutely disgustingly huge. Um, like, I'll go through the quick game ones, the developer ones, because there's a few of them. But the, if you're interested, there's like a whole bunch for esports people, a whole bunch for content creators and accolade I mean, yeah, awards the, and all that is, sort of thing. The game awards have all this too. Yeah, it's a lot, but um, for the, I guess the main ones at the top here, developer awards, there's best art direction, best game design, best sound score slash soundtrack, best performance, best narrative and audio design. And um, these for best. The, art, okay. These mm -hmm. categories are weird. These are some weird cat. Like, yeah. First off, well, so here's best the thing. Best perform organization. That's what <laughs> I mean, man. It's like, don't like, don't even bother reading any of that shit. Cause you can't. <laughs> Cause like, honestly, when it comes to the esports stuff of the game awards, it's like, I don't even know who these people are. I barely know what these events are. Now you're doing esports organization. It's like, how granular are you going to get it? It's going to be like best esports computer of the year. And then if Dude. you go to the content creator awards, not only do they have best content creator slash show, which yeah, aren't those two different. Okay. Anyway, then they have best streamer. Wouldn't that make more yeah. sense to put that with the content and then, creator? And no. And then yep. what's the next one? Best personality. <laughs> it's the streamers again. Basically. I don't, I mean, to be fair, like I'm looking at these lists real quick. Uh, there's not a ton of overlap. It's not like uh, it's not like three same people, but right. there is like a streamer who's also in the personality one. How? How would there's you? Two what of them it, that what are, makes you a streamer think, and no, not a personality? And not yeah. a content creator? Like okay. And then, and then here's other weird stuff. So I'm looking at the year accolades, which these are like kind of the game specific ones, and it's such a like an old school mentality. Best console game. Best PC best game. <laughs> Best PC, best console, best mobile. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> like they're they're like one degree away from best PlayStation five game of the year, which is like such an old idea that like doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, it's super it gets super granular. That's why I don't think any of <laughs> like, those matter. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is on both the PC and the console game list. Like, doesn't that it could win twice that these lists are nonsense? It could win twice. Best PC game, <laughs> the Discovery Tour Viking Age from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, my God, it actually has that. Yeah, it's I also on the console it. game. Yeah, it's on both. Actually, both of them are is. Uh, oh, Far Cry 6 is not on PC game. I thought for sure it would be on both as well because it's up for a bunch of other stuff at the top. It's, it's like categories. they just we need, we need to have something Ubisoft on here. What did Ubisoft put out last year? I mean, they're up for studio of the year, which of course is they are. Like, a there's fucking travesty. Of course they are. But yeah, like there's only they're, so they're many studios up there in Canada. There's up there. They're up there twice <laughs> for Toronto and Montreal. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and again, so many esports organizations. It's crazy. <laughs> There's so many. Okay, so uh, game of the my year. My favorite. Let's just go through those mm-hmm. categories, those uh, uh, nominees, real quick. FIFA 22. Okay, <laughs> it's probably For, the only. Oh, it's probably the, the only year. one where you'd ever get a sports game in the game of the year nominees. Probably, uh, yeah. Far Cry Six, Gardens of the Galaxy, Echo Generation. I played through that. I don't think that's a game of the year contender, but okay. Boyfriend Dungeon, I enjoyed. I don't think it's a okay. Yeah, game of the year seems weird. Then Fan Choice Award. Uh Goose Goose Duck. I don't think I even know what that is. Like I I could assume what it is, but I've never heard of it. Super Animal know. Royale is hilarious. That's a hilarious choice. Chicory or whatever. That's a legitimate one a yep, lot of people sure. love. Yep. Chivalry 2 is a legitimate one a lot of people love. And obviously Guardians of the Galaxy is one. I have a hard I, time seeing. Like I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is just going to take this. What do you think is going to who's going to win game of the year for f- for the game of the year? I mean, probably. I don't know. It might be Far Cry 6. It might be one of those two, depending on who's voting in this thing. But uh, I don't think it'll be Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> no, I mean, shout outs. To, I like Boyfriend Dungeon. I played through that whole game. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Goose it'll be Goose that, Duck though. is on the mobile game list, so it's some kind of mobile game. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. That makes sense why it would be a fan choice, I guess, then probably a lot of people have played it. And then we're just old. <laughs> I don't know. I like I have a feeling that it's like, here's your here's the list of games you can choose from. Here's all the games that came out of Canada. And they were just like, oh, man. OK, uh, well, we got a Far Cry, I guess. It's probably the biggest one. But like if you look at the developer awards, why isn't some of these in these categories like Inscription or Age of Empires 4 or Clan O'Connell and the Crown of the Stag. Like these are games that, that are legitimately game. good. I didn't know the Age of Empires developer is Canadian. I didn't know that. Oh, apparently. Well, according to this, they must be. So, OK, this is another thing that's really weird. This is the one that threw me off the most is best performances in here. And it's for people that aren't Canadian <laughs> because they're the performers, but their game is. Which it seems like you should not be including these, my dude. You should have Canadian oh, that, performance. That is a weird one. <laughs> That's the one that I'm just like, yeah, Wait, Giancarlo Esposito is not. Psychonauts 2? So, Double Fine is in San Francisco. I've I've walked past that office. As Moat of Light, Psychonauts Is Jack 2. Black Canadian? Is that how he's in here? Wait, what? Sense. There's no way, right? I don't know. I'm pretty I'm sure he's to look, not. I'm trying to look up. Where is Jack Black from? No, yeah, he's, no from he's, Ca- from he's from California. Why is that on here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan, Dark Threads. Is he Canadian? What is Dark Threads? Dominic Monaghan. Uh... We know Giancarlo Esposito is not. I'm assuming John McLaren isn't. Do- Dominic Monaghan is 45 years old. I would never guess that. He's from uh, Berlin. Oh, OK, actually, John McLaren, who plays Star-Lord, is actually from Ottawa. OK, 
either that's way, a legitimate Guardians one. of the Galaxy is also uh, Montreal. So that one yeah, at least sense. at least that game was made again. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm honestly wondering why Jack Black okay. is here at all. The Dominic Monaghan game is from a studio in Toronto, so that would make sense. I still can't figure out the Jack Black one at all. Man, I almost I should just like text them on Twitter and see why is this even here. I wonder if they have an answer. They're just like, uh. Because he donated money to our cause or something like that. Well, I mean, he, he did a role in this game, but I'm just thinking like, does maybe maybe because um, maybe Double Fine like remote status, they had like an employee in Canada. So they're like technically. So it count. <laughs> That's all. I I don't know. Jack Black is a citizen of the world. That must be it. Yeah, that must be it. Anyways, so those nominees came through uh, and I found that interesting. Also, another thing that I pulled is that they announced the uh, main games for Evo for 2022. Okay. So that game, the main tournament lineup for Evo is Street Fighter V, surprising nobody, uh, Championship Edition, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood Type Lumina, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighter Z, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Skullgirl Second Encore. Those are fighting honestly games, not yeah. a surprise, not a surprising list at all. Yeah, and I think they announced sometime late last week. It, Smash will not be here before they did right. this list. Yeah. Okay, and then some stuff I pulled. Uh, Sony had a state of play. Did you watch this? I did not. It was a bit of a sleeper, in my opinion. It was 20 minutes long, but they put a lot of trailers like it was nonstop trailers, which was cool. OK, uh, they started off with a game that everyone thought might be Dino Crisis, but then it was not Dino Crisis, uh, which is what wow. I was referring to it as is Capcom's not Dino Crisis game called Exo Primal. Okay. I don't know if it looks kind of like a it's a co-op shooter, but instead of a whole bunch of zombies running at you, it's a bunch of dinosaurs running at you. Oh, this already exists. It's called like, what is it? Second Extinction or something. It's on Game Pass. So that's hilarious. This is Exo Primal. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm uh, looking at the trailer real quick right now. Oh, yeah, this looks more. okay. Yeah, this does not look as much of what I was talking about. This looks more like uh, World War Z or whatever. Yeah, because there's even like a shot where they're like pooling up the dinosaurs and trying to run over top of each other like it looks very world war z like yeah Um, i'm now seeing that this article i pulled from kotaku did not put it in order thanks kotaku so i'm just gonna go in the order they did it uh square enix announced two rpgs uh the dio field chronicle which seems to be some kind of tactics rpg and then a new valkyria profile game called valkyrie elysium Interesting. I'm looking at the Diofeld Chronicle right now. I mean, it's pretty, but from just jumping around, there's nothing grabbing me necessarily right away. Uh, one thing that did grab me, Returnal's getting a free update, the 3.0 update, which is adding co-op. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a PlayStation, so I don't care, but sure, that's awesome. Um, it's also adding a new area and a new uh, endless mode that has narrative hooks in it. So that sounds very cool, cool to me. Uh, they did another trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo. Sure. Okay. You know, 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Forspoken, they did another trailer for that. That game was also delayed earlier this week. That game yeah, still looks cool. Yeah, right. It does, yeah. Stranger of Paradise. Uh, there's a trailer. There's a demo out for that game now. Oh, okay. Um, A new Gundam game. Okay. They did a sure. TMNT The Cowabunga Collection. Which this oh, is cool. pretty cool. Okay. And it collects... 13 games yeah okay and like th- like there's a lot um okay honestly, the so best we thing got... about the trailer was the music it, it so we got uh tmnt the arcade version turtles in time arcade version uh the nes tmnt two three on the nes and tournament fighters on super nintendo we have four tournament fighters hyperstone heist up from genesis and tournament fighters from genesis as well follow the foot clan from the game boy uh back from the sewers from the game boy and radical rescue from game boy all in one that's a lot of games <laughs> all right are you gonna get this thing this seems like a john thing this seems like i wish john was supposed to be here today uh, he actually got back to me paul and just said that uh something came up but um yeah that's fine yeah he uh i would love to know what he thinks about this collection so i want to ask him about that for sure uh a game called Gigabash, which honestly I don't think I was paying attention during this one. I don't uh, know anyone talking about it. What is this? Like a kaiju fight? Oh, this Something is yeah related. Yeah, this game. Well, not this one, but there was games like this on the PS2 and like stuff. I yeah, War of the Monsters game. Okay, that's what it was back then. But weird, they're making that again uh jojo a new jojo bizarre adventure fighting game okay uh cool. showed another trailer for trek to yomi which i also found out this yeah. week that's coming to game pass so cool oh one no of the ones i'm yeah. more interested in i want to play that one too and that was that's all this article has and i can't remember if there was anything it missed so yeah nothing huge i think the state of play was like games coming from our japanese studios Okay. Which, have to think about it though, the TMNT one is coming from Other Ocean, which is not a Japanese studio as far as I know. But who knows? Okay. Ja- yeah. Psychonauts 2 is cool. Jack Black, Canadian. Anything is anything at these days. Yep. Um, announced today Overwatch 2 resurfaced. And they said that a yes. beta is launching in April. You can sign up for the beta now. It's not going to have the PvE mode. It'll just be the PvP. I still sure. can't help but be excited for more Overwatch. I like that first game. Sure. I uh, got a release date for Golf I... Nights. Mm-hmm. October 25th. Yeah, okay. Halloween. And Advance Wars, the once delayed game, is getting delayed indefinitely. Uh, Nintendo came out, and I'll just read the tweet here. In light of recent world events, we have made the decision to delay Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, which was originally scheduled to release on Nintendo Switch on April 8th. Please stay tuned for updates on a new release date. Sure. As somebody in our Discord said, makes sense considering the first game starts off with you being a team based on Russia invading another country. So yeah, it no, makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Um, 
you know, I was about to ask, so when do you think they're going to release it? But then that's also kind of asking, so when do you think this war is going to be over? <laughs> so I'm yeah. not going to, there, uh, there's no point asking that question. Um, But yeah, p- poor Advance Wars, never going to come out. <laughs> yeah. And this uh last news story, uh, Sony and Amazon seem to be working Great, this link I grabbed isn't working. Anyway, seem to be working on a God of War TV show. Oh, okay. Live action, that there's no real news about it. It wasn't even confirmed, but it seems like it's being like eyed for, by Amazon. Sure. I wonder if this has anything to do with that quote from The Rock a few months back saying he's bringing one of the most iconic game franchises to the big screen. Remember we thought God of War? Yeah, it's lining up. I know this isn't the big screen. This is a show, not a movie. But maybe, you know, know, maybe plans change since The Rock tweeted. It makes sense, though, like Sony's doing a ton of, you know, multimedia stuff with their uh, properties right now. If you want to hear about the Uncharted movie, there's a TVP all about that. Yeah, we got you covered. Would you watch a God of War TV show? Um, if there's nothing else that I'm currently like interested in, yeah, probably. Why not? Game wise, when would you want the show to start? Oh, I think it. I don't know that I want it to start. I think it would probably start with like before he becomes like it would be his origin of like his family being. So you think we would see him go through? Uh, all of uh, the Greek stuff. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It seems. Yeah, it depends how they do it. It seems weird to just like jump that far ahead unless they just ignore that stuff completely, which they could. Yeah, because I'm thinking because if they don't do like the current stuff, then you wouldn't get a Treyu in it, right? Isn't that the kid's name? A Treyu? Something like that. Yeah, I can't remember what His it son, is, actually. Regardless, you wouldn't get that, which there's no other there's not a lot of supporting cast in those first three games right uh, yeah so i don't i don't know how you, you would do that you, you know they could obviously make new characters and stuff it would be cool though if they did started it with the current one and they did like f- lost style flashbacks to oh sure to I the greek th- stuff yeah that might be kind of cool yeah weird PTSD moments where something brings them back to like murdering Hermes or something. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is like as a character, I feel like Kratos didn't have any depth until the most recent game before he was just an anger machine. And if they're going to try and base a show around this character, he needs some emotional, excuse me, some emotional depth other than I like to murder. And once during this game, I'm going to find two chicks in a bed and sleep with them to get some extra experience points. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I guess we'll see. I'll, I don't know. I'll check it out. Like. That's my promise to you. <laughs> OK, <laughs> that Halo show is coming out soon. Yeah, I am a little excited about that, but I don't know how that's going to line up with other stuff. Maybe TVP. Who knows? <clears throat> I guess it depends. Right, what that doing. would make sense. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for news. Let's do some questions. 
If you'd like to send a question in, topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, this version comes from Matthew. An evac vehicle is right outside your house. You only have 20 minutes to pack whatever you can and board it. What are you going to bring with you? Um, Obviously, a suitcase full of clothes and just like basic necessities. My cat. What are your basic necessities? Uh, Remember, you have 20 minutes. Yeah, probably just like toothbrush, uh, toothpaste, uh, deodorant, like just like a, you're packing an overnight bag, essentially, right? Like basic toiletries. Maybe like a toilet paper uh, roll or two because toilet you don't know where you You know, I guess I was thinking more survival-esque. So I was I was thinking okay. longer term than like an overnight bag. Well, I mean, the toiletry, I'm thinking like I would pack a suitcase full of like that stuff and then like a bag with, yeah, like probably some matches. Like, I don't know if I have duct tape, so I couldn't do something like that. Probably I have a duct knife. tape. I would, that's what I'm thinking like. I'm trying to think like real world scenario. What's probably happening? I'm probably getting hit with a tsunami based on my location or, you know, there's like a we're about to get flooded. Sure. So I think if I if I have 20 minutes to get out of here, I'm grabbing some duct tape. I'm grabbing a knife. Some kind of yeah, a knife. Definitely. Honestly, I'm probably just grabbing like the tool kit and just throwing that whole thing in there and hoping that there's a knife in there. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm grabbing some matches. Yeah, anything. something to start fire for sure. Um, I'm probably grabbing a water bottle and just the biggest water bottle I have and just having the sink fill it up as I'm throwing stuff in a bag. Yeah, yeah. I'm grabbing my hike, hiking boots. Okay. Honestly, after grabbing like all the basic stuff you th- would think you would need, you're probably at like 15 to 20 minutes d- already. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's the main question is like, am I going to be coming back to this apartment? Is this literally? Yeah, I need to like because that's if it's if it's like, what's the most valuable thing? It's like, okay, I'm probably going to grab like my PS5. (laughs) Oh, yeah. okay. Like, is my apartment going to be fine or is this place about to be ruined? And I'm going to be like stranded in the forest for a little bit until I can find right other survivors or refuge. Right. Is this I have to leave because like somebody's after me and when they catch him, I can go back to my life or is this like my world is changing and I'm going to be stuck somewhere forever now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm probably grabbing my passport. I don't even know if that's going to be useful, but it's probably just going to be something that I might want on me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Is there anything like in my room that I would grab? Not really. I'd grab like a good jacket. Yeah. And again, if it's a disaster thing, it definitely would depend on where you live. Like here, I would be like looking for anything that would be a uh, heat source that I could use. Yeah, yours would be heat. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have a lot of natural disasters up in Alberta. It's like you don't have like tornado threats or anything like that or or earthquakes. No, it's a pretty good spot, but you do have the cold. Yeah, we definitely have tornadoes, but they're not a threat. That's I mean, I've never tame. once like we don't have tornadoes to the point of like, do you know where your tornado shelter is? Like, we don't get those kind of tornadoes. Oh, yeah. No, no, we don't have. I don't even know if we have tornado shelters exactly. like, specifically. Yeah. 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 Someone's saying in the chat, basically a bug out bag, which I don't think I have a bug out bag actually like prepped. 
Yeah, I used to have some basic things like prepped in a bag, but when I moved, I don't know. I think we just kind of like put that stuff away. I should probably make one again just in case. You never know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I might have like an emergency kit in the car. Like a med kit sort of thing? Like something with like a blanket and flashlight for if you ever got broken down out in the middle of nowhere driving. Yeah. That's a good thing to have. Yeah. Uh, Rasterman writes, Today a manga series I've been reading for years has ended. I'm not really sure how to feel about it not being there anymore. What do you do when something you've been following for a long time reaches its conclusion? Do you immediately move on to something else or ponder for a while before doing so? Sounds to me like this person is free and they can finally go outside. There, I'm trying to... I'm sure there's an answer to this that I just can't think of the specifics of, but I know there have been things that I followed for a long time. And then there's like this weird sense of loss when it's gone. And oh, I, I don't I get it. I absolutely I'm just trying it. to think of what I followed. Like, I mean, this has definitely happened with me with like tons of pro- media properties. I'm sure it happened with like a manga or like a TV show I liked that finally ended after so long. If you're a big anime person, this probably happens frequently because, yep. yeah. I mean, I think personally, you know, since I absorb so much media, there's always something else on my backlog, regardless of what kind of entertainment it is. So I'm moving on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, like, let's use like an RPG game, for example. You know, I, I blazed through Tales of Arise. And when you're done that game, it's like, man, I made these characters like so powerful and I got such cool weapons. It's a bummer to be like done with them. That kind of sucks. Yeah, um, I'm def. I mean, next time, this time next week, probably I will definitely be inconsolable, crying mess because Elden Ring has done for me, <laughs> and that part of my life is gone. There is also like the like the other side of it is like you don't want the thing to overstay its welcome because then you grow mm-hmm. to just be like, why this? Why is this thing still here? Like, yeah, nobody wants this. Come on, let the thing die. <laughs> already there is a a weird balance that i would maybe even argue most things never get right like it's either there one or two seasons maybe longer than you would have liked or gone like five seasons before you were ready (laughs) like i think i think of my favorite tv show scrubs of all time it's my favorite tv show wow they did an extra two seasons after like almost all of the cast left or maybe just one season. I can't quite remember. They tried to do like a sure. weird half spinoff thing. And it's it's terrible. And it's like, why is this even here? Like this? Why does this have the Scrubs name on it? And you can just tell it was just like a cash grab to keep it going and stuff. And it's like, don't do yeah. this. You should have left it. You had such a good ending. What are you doing? Similarly, I really like The Office. And The Office was like two, maybe three seasons longer than it should have been. Sure. I do like a lot of the last few office. There's some good parts in there for sure, but I get it. I like mean, there's bits and pieces, but like after Corel leaves, it's like the soul has kind of left it and they're all juggling to try to see like what they could do this week. <laughs> it is. It is definitely like weird. It's just like a, like a whole weird scenario of when you, when it loses a major cast member like that. Yeah. Um, when a show does end like you know five seasons too early or whatever it just shows like how great that was and now you're always like 
God, it was so good. All of it was so good. Like, for me, it's Firefly. The fact that that just got canned after one season is a travesty, because that should have at least had a couple. Sure. <laughs> which is, which you can even see, because Serenity was kind of supposed to, like, fit in a couple seasons worth of arcs in one two-hour thing. And it's like, oh, there's cool ideas in here that they didn't spend any time on. <laughs> Do you have, like, a preferred, like, season, like, number of seasons where you're like... I like shows that are this season, many seasons long because it's like the ideal. It doesn't overstay its welcome. I got enough of it. Five. Five? For if we're talking long form, like almost sometimes drama or thriller type stuff, then five. If it's like a serialized comedy, whatever, just until like it's obvious that the writers are done with it and they're phoning it in. But for like a small series like Breaking Bad or Dexter, or, like, that sort of thing, where it's a giant story split up into different arcs or whatever. I like five, usually. I do, yeah, I, I think I, I I would agree with that. Um, I do have a soft spot, though, almost like a comfort food of shows that are on for a long time, like Bob's Burgers sure. has, like, 12 seasons. And whenever yeah, I but get a notification that fits on my into phone, the second there's part. a new Bob's Burgers yeah. episode, it's like, Hell yeah. I'm going to watch a new Balls Burgers tonight. And that's great. <laughs> that's part of the second part of what I was saying, though. Like, along, like, running serialized comedy, especially, it's just kind yeah. of like, yeah, I I want this to go as long as it's obvious the people making it want it to go on. And that's not a cash grab. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm feeling similarly with, like, Futurama right now. And they're bringing it, like, back again. And it's like, this is yeah. perfect timing because I was doing a rewatch showing my girlfriend it for the first time. And now there's going to be new Futurama in like two years. Like, hell yeah, I get to hang out with my buddies again. How do you feel about these kind of weird, like short series or long movies that like the MCU basically are doing where it's like six episodes of a thing and then we're out. Are they too long or too short or like, like, because they're I in like, this weird like spot where their their pacing isn't as tight and like interesting as a movie would be where they have to fill in two hours or whatever and then they're out. But they're like not long enough where they can really build <laughs> either. I feel like the ones we've seen have been long enough for for the stories they've done so far. And some of them are getting multiple seasons. Um, but I like them for different reasons. Like movies have their strengths. TV shows have their strengths. So I get to yeah. be with these characters longer. I get to see different stuff that wouldn't have shown up in a movie. So, you know, I'm, I'm for them. It's just like how I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, now that they're making Marvel movies, they should just stop making Marvel comics. No, because comics have, have their place. <laughs> yeah. TV shows have their place. Movies have their place. Mm -hmm. And everyone wins. You don't have to watch it if you don't want to. Unless you do a podcast about it, then you are legally obligated to. <laughs> uh, the Phantom Aegis writes March 10th, which is today. Oh, shit. It's today. Mario Day. Happy it's Mario, Mario Day. Day. Yeah. yeah. To everyone listening, happy Mario Day. What did you yeah. do to celebrate Mario? Um, I mean, I worked yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> That's And then I came home and we're doing that. I don't think I even touched a Nintendo platform today. Yeah. I have not yet. I played some so. Elden Ring. Does that? That's how I celebrated Mario. That's pretty much Mario. There is like a shell shield at some point. I have the shell shield. Get. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. basically a, you can jump, which is and like the jump. first souls game with like a jump button. I don't so. think you can jump on things, but you can jump. 
you can definitely jump on things, but you just slide off of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. March 10th is Mario Day. You will all. You will all go have dinner with Charles Martinet. There's a catch for one to two hours. He has to talk as a character. Who do you choose? Mario, Luigi, Wario or Waluigi? Oh, this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I think um, this is easy, and I, I think it's Luigi. Oh, for me, it's Wario, because playing that game on DS, it's it's just like a gravelly-sounding dude. I think Luigi is the most normal human voice out of the four of them. The thing is, is that no matter who you choose, it's a racist stereotype that you don't want to be seen in public. <laughs> well, cause I'm, so Mario... He, you'll, you're like talking to a puppet for two hours. You, you do not want Mario. He might be the worst option. Mario's the, I think the worst one. I can't. I'm having a hard time differentiating really, like Waluigi and Wario, from each other because they both say "wah." <laughs> sure. And like Luigi just sounds like, like a like a really shy, kind of like unsure of himself guy. That's why I think Luigi, I think that's why I think it's an easy answer. Does he play any characters that are just silent? Because like that would be probably. Well, then how is he playing them? I don't. He's a voice actor. Like a sound every now and then, I guess. Well, then they're not silent. He'd be the dragon from Skyrim. Was he the dragon in Skyrim? There's no way. (laughs) I have no idea. That sounds guessing, bad, though, that like I don't want to go to dinner with someone who's making dragging noises for two hours. <laughs> well, I mean, he's obviously talking about the talking one, probably. Well, maybe he's not. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Video. Ga- oh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Apparently in the chat, he was one of the dragons from Skyrim. Oh, OK. If he was one of the dragons, then, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he probably was just making dragon sounds. Every now and then screaming some words to like make thunder or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so you're going Wario. I'm going Luigi. Yeah, I'm still going Wario probably. Oh, he was the narrator in Runner 3, who is also a playable character. I knew I did know that. Yes, that's true. So that is my answer. But (laughs) that's just a normal guy, though. He just has like normal guy voice. Yeah, this question specifically also says between the four. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that would be my answer. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, your favorite game is now an FMV game. How good or bad is it? It's good. I mean, it. it's pretty similar. What's your favorite <laughs> game? It, like, it's probably Resident Evil, which means it's just like a horror. Horror lends itself pretty well to FMV stuff, so it's probably pretty similar in a lot so of ways. So if I had to pick favorite game, I'll just, for, you know... Layman's turns, I'll just go burn up paradise. And then you're putting yeah. FMV there. And now I'm thinking need for speed, most wanted Razor Callahan. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was that was the best need for speed game. Yeah. So, like you sense. just made my favorite game better. Like this is great. <laughs> that is to say the old one because they remade it and then they made another need for speed that was FMV that was terrible as well. In like I think they've done a few FMV stuff I like because I think oh. like underground is that the one that was right after the original most wanted anyway they've done a few ones with fmv for sure 
But I want like yeah. crappy nineties like adventure game. Yeah. No, of course. The, I, yeah. I I enjoy Sam Barlow's high class FMV games as much as the next guy, but I'm always gonna be a sucker for these Devecki yeah. Studios ones that come out. Um so yeah. I agree for sure. Sukasuku, have you ever tried something new due to a video game? Like, let's say, skateboarding because of Tony Hawk or shrooms due to Mario? <laughs> How was the experience? Uh, due to a video game? No, probably not. I don't think so. so. I'm trying to think if, like, Rock Band ever made me want to try, like, guitar or drums. Maybe if I was, like, a lot younger and I was, like, look, looking to, like, start big hobbies, maybe I would have done that. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, hmm. I don't think so. I don't think anything happened for me, no. Uh, Final question from Hebrew Lantern. What is something common that has never happened to you? So I did read this because he messaged me and said, I have a final question. You can pull it or not pull it. But like, I was like, whatever, like our show is not going yet. So I'll pull it. So I read it and I was trying to think about this be- and I don't have an answer. <laughs> really? I bet I can I think, think of some stuff. Have you ever. Okay. Have you they been have to, to be common too. You've been to Europe. You think commonly people have gone to Europe. I feel like that's like the continent. Most people travel to. Yes. No. And I don't think it's common either. Which continent do you think is the most traveled to from people around you? Um, sorry, I just read chat. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Probably North America. Well, but they're in North America, so they're not going to travel to North. No, America. for us, there's more people in the Asia's, and they travel all the I'm time. I'm saying more people than we around do. in North. Okay, people in North America. I feel like the the number one con- continent they travel to primarily is Europe. Sure, and I'm saying that most people probably don't travel. Period, out of the continent. Okay, I I guess I mean probably technically sure. Um, it, yeah, this so there was also this thing where what defines the common the word common <laughs> because sure if it's like for travelers or whatever have you been to Europe would be. I haven't gone to Europe and that is a common thing for people who travel. So sure. Right. I mean, we're not going to be able to like, yeah, confirm that everything is common, but I, you know, I feel like I I would say traveling is common, but yes, there will always be a subset of people that haven't. Um, I'll try and think of more to ask you. Uh, I have two. I've never been high or drunk. Okay. I've been both multiple times at every age of my life. Basically. (laughs) Um, so I would say both of those are definitely common for sure. Yes. Um, common that's never happened to you. Have you ever. You've been in a car accident. Any yes. degree of severity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, multiple. I think the only car accident I've ever been in is I backed into a parked car. I was going to so ask I, you, were you, you at fault or was someone else? I've been in both. I've done, I've done both. So I've backed into a parked car and I broke yeah. my taillight. And then on the other oh, end, okay. side of it, uh, and it was right when I was like learning to drive. So my dad was like, 
had my learners and we were like driving to school, which is like one street from yeah. his house. So he's like, hey, why don't you drive to school? And I, I was like, OK, so I like stopped at the st- at the red light, but it was winter. Yeah. So the person behind me slid into the back of our truck, but we had a trailer hitch. So all it yeah. did is leave a hole in their front bumper. Didn't do anything to our truck. Cool. Um, okay, other common stuff. Have you have you been to a nightclub? Yes. Okay. I've unfortunately done a nightclub. <laughs> You've been to a strip club. Uh, maybe I that's not that common. Yeah, and that's also probably maybe there was a time, but yeah, for like our generation, it's probably not. I that think common. it's like less and less common. That's true. Yeah. Um, I grew up trying a lot of stuff, like at least once. No, that's great. That's good. If I could, yeah, which is no. why, like, the traveling thing is one that, like, is prohibitively expensive at some points in your life. So that's obviously why I haven't done that more. But he's <laughs> going in the chat. Have you ever had COVID? <laughs> I guess you have. I have. You did get yeah. It, right. Yeah. So I haven't, and that seems to be a common thing these days. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll do it for questions. If you have any questions for next week, topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? I mean... What's your game of the month? It's like, what's one of your favorite games of all time? Elden Ring. I'll also give it to Elden Ring. Our next TVP, which will be out on Monday, is going to be covering The Batman. The yeah. submission thread for April's TDP Plus game is live. I did not realize this is one of the months with five Thursdays in it, so that'll be live yeah. for two weeks before the poll goes up. Sure. Um, okay. And uh, uh, Paul, talk about the show notes. Oh yeah. Um, so one of the we got some decent feedback from that survey. Uh, people can still fill that out if they want, by the way, and I'll check it periodically whenever I remember to. One of the things that people, a few people have said is that they would like to see the show notes, and I figured that was something we could do. I'll just be copy and pasting the show notes when we're done. We're I'm not going to give like the show notes as we make them, obviously, or any of that stuff, and we want to make sure that there there's no like weird privacy things about people who write in or any of that stuff so we'll be copy and pasting the show notes out but that's available for patrons at the five dollar and up tier now so you can just read that if you want right and yeah you're going to be updating that on a somewhat regular basis and you should know we put out all of last year's show notes a couple months ago or in one package yeah. yeah so there's already over a year's worth of show notes if people like that kind of behind the scenes stuff. So that's over on Patreon. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for the show. Um, we'll be back. Hopefully all of us will be back next week and uh, we'll, we'll see you guys then. Bye.